Thanks for checking out the Apocalypse Live podcast. On this week's show, Trump's got COVID, Melania's leaked Christmas audio, Oprah Winfrey thinks that being molested feels good, and a little deep dive on her role in a satanic pedo cult. That's right. Deep shit. Enjoy the show. What is up? It's Monday, October 5th, another week of Apocalypse Live. I've been excited to do this all week, man. The more I do this show, the more I enjoy it. The more I uh, learn, experience, looking things up and researching podcasts are taking me down some epic rabbit holes, man, that I never would have found. Uh, my desk, man. Holy shit. My desk is a mess. I got shit everywhere. I got, dude, I got paper strung out everywhere. I got spit cups everywhere from God knows when. Three pairs of sunglasses for some reason. I don't know. Let's get it going then, shall we? Shall we? Shall we? Kill that fucking music, man. So, guess what? Trump's got COVID. I'm sure you already knew. Really, the uh, entire White House has it, which I think is kind of crazy. You know, every past few days, every couple of minutes, I'm getting a new update on the phone. You know, a new, you know, Republican has a COVID positive test, which, ah, false positives. What are you going to do? All right. I don't buy any of this shit anyways. I think that the perfect uh, the perfect plan, if you will, would be to get the president COVID. You can't assassinate a president today. You just can't. I mean, this isn't the old days where, you know, you got a sniper out in the grassy knoll or what have you. I mean, people try to send the president poison shit all the time. You know, either fake anthrax, real anthrax. Somebody, I think, tried to send him ricin recently. So, yeah, Trump's got COVID. I'm not going to spend too much time about that. I mean, I have my own thoughts on on how he's got COVID and, and, and what they're treating him with. But I don't want to jump the gun. I, I will talk about it, but I want to wait till it wraps itself up. That way I'm not giving out bullshit. So with that being said, let's jump to Melania Trump's leaked audio. That's what everybody's been talking about. Anything to to say that that woman's a piece of shit, people jump all over it. Uh, what is this, Joe Biden? School kids are just as dirty and just as talented <laughs> He said, poor kids are just as talented as white kids. <laughs> How is Trump racist and Biden gets to say the things that he says about black people? Like, it bothers me. And the fact that black people don't understand what I mean when I say that. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. <laughs> like, how can, if Trump said that, that would be the end of Trump. You know what I mean? 
check this out. I'm going to play the whole thing. Most of it's about the kids in cages ordeal, which I, I'm not going to revisit that. Nobody else is. You know, it, it only when it's convenient do they talk about that. But this is the Christmas part of it that I want to... Because this is what's... The part of this audio that's really pissing people off, I guess, is the Christmas part. I say I'm, I'm complicit. I'm the same like him. I support him. I don't no. say enough. I don't do enough. No. Nope. Where, where I am, I put the, I'm working like a asthma, asthma. I know. Christmas you stuff. Curse. That, you know, who gives a f about Christmas stuff and decoration, but I need to do it, right? Yeah, but go ahead. 100%. You have and no then, choice. And okay, and then I do it, and I say that I'm working on Christmas uh, planning for the Christmas, and they said, "Oh, what about the children that they were separated? Give me a break!" <laughs> so that's what mainly, I guess, pissed people off, because she said, "You know, who gives a fuck about Christmas and Christmas decorations?" And you know, but I think her point was like uh, overall, because because if you listen to the whole tape, like the of course context that I'm not giving you. But I will explain it. But I think her overall point, I think what she was actually bitching about was like, you know, oh, I'm doing everything I can. Like, I'm I'm being as supportive as possible. Because she, I mean, I think using the, oh, well, she's a first lady that, you know, doesn't, she, you know, of course, she's not from America. Okay? Trump is. So it really doesn't matter. So she's she's doing everything she can to uphold american you know culture and customs and she's still catching shit like she goes out of her way works her ass off to to deal with christmas decorations as first lady and she still has to catch shit for children in cages and she says in the clip you know nobody said anything about when obama was doing that and she's right i mean come on obama like that motherfucker had kids in cages. No one said a word. Trump continued. There's a lot of things Trump continued from Obama. Everybody was like, look what he's doing. It's like, dude, I, I don't even want to. So, yeah, that's what enraged people. And I don't, who cares? You know what I mean? Who cares? So what? So what? You know, she has to, she doesn't, she's not a Christmas spirited person. Who cares, dude? Like, that bums me out that people are giving her shit because... I, and this whole leaked phone call type thing, I, I'm so over that. You women, it's mostly women. Let's not pretend like it's not mostly women that release phone calls that are recorded and shit like that. So, yeah, that was Melania's audio. And who, like I said, who gives a shit? Who cares? I got a lot of things to talk about. and I, I, the, the politics topic is just getting so dull but you can't not it's getting like hack played out like but you can't avoid it you can't not talk about it which uh brings me to the proud boys who i've been wanting to talk about on here i just it's not that important but they made it important at the debate they brought up the proud boys or biden did biden stepped in you know because they're like condemn white supremacists condemn racist condemn blah 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 which he already did but whatever um, and he asked, he asked Chris Wallace, Trump did, he goes, you know, who do you want me to condemn? Tell me the group you want me to, to condemn and I'll do it. And then Biden jumps in white, you know, white supremacist and proud boys, which the point of me talking about proud boys is that you can't put those two together. 
It's not the same thing. And it's not the same thing as Antifa either. I, I keep seeing stuff like that. You know, oh, it's just, it's, they're, they're setting it up and giving it this image like it's our, like the right version of Antifa. Which is uh, not true. Antifa, if you track their history back, like you can, I mean, you can go online and, and go on their Wikipedia, their even their webpage, and you can track back what their the point of their organization is. And it's not like it's not what you think it is. Not only is it not what you think it is, but it was like not even. It, first of all, it was funded and and invented for the right reasons, what you are thinking it's about. But if you pay attention to the timeline, it got picked up by actual fascists. So, you know, so it's an anti-fascist group that got reinvented by fascists. And then that gets taken over, or not taken over, but that gets hijacked by people like Soros and guys like that with that big money who are funding these, you know, these these social justice groups that are burning down the country. And the Proud Boys, who started out, first of all, on Compound Media with Gavin McGinnis. That's a, he was a founder. And it, they're clearly not a white supremacy group because not everybody in there, in there is white. Like the, the leader is Puerto Rican. And you, you bring that up, you use that argument. It's like, yeah, but, you know... What what was the name they used for black or for non-whites who were white supremacists? Oh, wasn't it just non-white supremacists or colored white supremacists or something? They're out of their fucking mind, dude. These people are out of their fucking mind. To me, the Proud Boys are are, and that's the reason why Trump couldn't disavow them. He told them to stand by and 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 you know not. Basically, he told them not to commit violence, and that's the message they took. Was like, all right, we'll stand by. But the problem is these aren't just like radical protesters with a message. These are people defending patriotism, America, things that for some reason it's normalized in today's society to shit on. And I don't even know when it happened, dude. Like, I, I'm a patriot. I wear patriotic shit. You know what I mean? I, you get looked at the same way for, for being patriotic. As if you voted for Trump, because the two typically go in hand in hand. But they the things that they associate with Trump, then they associate with people like me, and that's not fair. I shouldn't be then labeled a racist because I'm pro America. I'm definitely a nationalist, but they 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 add white nationalists to that without any proof. So the Proud Boys who has a Georgia outfit that I'm looking into, by the way. They have an outfit in all sorts of countries, too. They're they're big. But we need Proud Boys. And I'll be one of the first to say it, but we need them. We need them because there's nobody else. There's nobody else who's going to stand up for the Constitution because the, the officials aren't doing it. You know, the ones who are are being attested as bad people, you know, Trump and Ted Cruz and, you know, AOC called Ted Cruz a fucking white supremacist the other day. That bitch is out of her mind. I, that bitch has lost her mind. 
that bartender who made it in the politics, or sorry, placed in the politics, she was placed where she's at, funded, put there, used, weaponized. So, anyways, we need the Proud Boys because we need groups of Americans. If Americans aren't going to all together just go, hey, fuck this lockdown, fuck COVID, we know how to wash our hands. If we want to wear a mask, we will. We're not taking any of these mandatory vaccines. You know, we're not letting the UN take over America. Or some people, I think China too. I don't, we're not going to let China take over America. We're not going to let China buy the country from us. We're going to sell it out to China like Obama and Biden want to do. And Hillary. And I haven't been jumping on Hillary and Obama that hard lately because they're, theirs is coming. I'm not sure what, but theirs is coming. I mean, the amount of things going on with them in court and having to testify for this and that, and it's coming. So I'm leaving them alone for now. So one thing all those people have in common, except for the Proud Boys, of course, is pedophiles. They're all pedophiles, it seems, anyways. All these famous people are nothing but kid fuckers, man. Or they support it. Either they're banging children or they support banging children. That's not cool. So we talked a little bit about cuties. Um, I think on the last podcast or maybe the podcast before, but I didn't really dive into cuties cause I don't really want to give it traction, but it's already got it. Um, and now what it is, if you haven't seen cuties on Netflix, um, I'm not recommending it. I'm not recommending you go watch it, but I am going to recommend you check out clips, check out little clips and try not to feel like you're watching kitty porn. Good luck to you. I, I watched like the highlight clips that people said that I should watch. And boy, I I was uncomfortable. Like I was waiting on an FBI agent to kick my fucking door down and tackle me. It was not cool. And I, you know, I was, I didn't jump on the cuties hatred train because they, this thing came out at a really, I don't know, convenient, not to, yeah, convenient time. You got, you know, we just got through with all the Wayfair scandal and the Amazon stuff, which, by the way, never gets like revisited. You know what I mean? Like you never. I don't know. There's just too many of these subjects that don't get revisited. You know, Vegas shooting, things like that. I mean, every day. There's like sex trafficking rings that get brought down by cops who they want to defund. That's crazy. But so Netflix loses 2.5 million subscribers all because of cuties. That's the headline here. I kind of saw this coming, but I also didn't. And I'll tell you why. Now, the, the, the knee jerk reaction is that's kid porn. I'm. I'm not supporting that. All the, you know, right-weaning, right-weaning, all the right-leaning soccer moms out there and churchgoers, they, they all were like, I'm not, they, they have this thing, which is, it really is on both radical sides of the um, argument, left and right, but 
they have this assumption where like if we just all stop using this it'll give us power and it's like no it won't it won't Colin Kaepernick is the face of Nike who is like trying to get rid of police but yet Nike factories use modern slavery to I mean you know the shit I'm not viral on that shit um 2.5 million subscribers so I didn't see this coming because the same reason why I didn't get rid of Netflix. Because when I, I heard about Cuties, and I heard about Cuties whenever it was at uh, fucking Sundance, music, uh, Sundance Movie Festival. And I didn't care then because Sundance, number one, it's all independent films for the most part. Big and small budget. But shit like that. I mean, if, if you start stepping into artwork... And going, you can't do that, but you can do the other stuff. It's a hard conversation for people to have. But I still stand where I stand on cuties. I mean, the very end, that that got people mostly upset. Where these girls are doing their dance and twerking and fucking. These girls are like 12, dude. Not even. They're like 8, 9, maybe 10. And it's like, I you know, my problem with it is not that. Well, actually, it is that there were little girls dancing sexually. That's a fucking problem. We got a bad problem in, in our society today with sexualizing kids. Really sexualizing everything. Everything but straight shit. Like, everything gay and LGBTQ, it's all sexual. And it's not just me. I mean, there's a lot of gay people that have these complaints, too. They don't want their whole their whole culture to just be nothing but butt sex. And that's really what it is. It's just, hey, we fuck assholes. You know what I mean? I'm wearing heels. Like it can't, you can't just be a gay dude going to the store to get, to buy trash bags and go and pay and leave like the rest of us. You got to go, hi, where are your bags? Mm-hmm. So, and I got, I mean, I got gay friends. They don't fucking act like that. One of them does, but I call him a faggot. I call him a faggot to his face and it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. So yeah, Netflix loses 2.5 million. That's a lot of people, man. Like, I know Netflix is huge, but, like, that's a big chunk of people. So, the end of this Netflix thing, when I got done watching it, dude, I went from, this is fucked up, man. I don't really want to watch this. Like, this is weird. To the end where I get done and I go, whoever directed this movie should be publicly executed. In the street. Stoned to death. Like... And then it, and then I research like, oh, okay, well, is it that bad? It's like, yeah, it's that bad. But you know why it's that bad? Because just, just the same reason you have to do casting calls for for adults to do film, you have to do it for kids too. So the biggest problem would be is that I found out they had to they had to let six hundred fifty kids try to get this part. That means 650 moms and dads allowed their kids to do this bullshit. And for what? It's exploitation, man. Child abuse. It's these self-serving parents out there who want their kid to go to Hollywood because they don't have anything. 
going for them. They got the bullshit job they're stuck with, and they want their kid to go out there and make the name and bring money home and be in Hollywood because they think it's the fucking 30s, dude. It's not. There's monsters in Hollywood, man. And believe me, that's where I'm getting next. That's the juicy shit of the podcast today. Uh, Do I do that first? Yeah, we got 10 minutes before break. I can knock that out in 10. So, <laughs> I'm going to play a clip. Well, actually, I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to play it. It's a full report. But I'm going to give complete credit to the guy's YouTube channel. Because I totally support it. Um, his YouTube channel is called Plandemic, or sorry, Plandemic TV. Um, go check out his channel. You know, description video for or the description for the episode. I'll throw his information in there just to be safe, but definitely go check it out. But he put out a report about Oprah, and I, I'm just gonna play it. I, I might stop it and talk in between it, but this is the kind of shit that I'm referring to when I talk about Hollywood pedophiles and the satanic pedophile cult that I believe runs Hollywood, Deep State, the Vatican, all of it. Now, I can't get into all of it in one hour, but believe me, I'll be revisiting the Vatican, definitely the Vatican, dude, the Pope. That's a whole episode of shit. I mean, there's a whole... I don't know. I'm going to get into it, but check this out. This is Oprah Winfrey's report from uh, Plandemic TV. In 2019, Oprah Winfrey had a special with child abuse victims of Michael Jackson. She went on to explain that when done right, child abuse feels good. So this is what so many people don't understand. A big part of the confusion and shame for child victims is that the attention and the seduction from the predator, who is probably going to be somebody you know. Right. In order for it to work, it has to be somebody you know, somebody you admire, somebody you respect, or maybe even love. And it feels good. I mean... If you're seven years old and somebody, which I was trying to say this to my friends who had children, you're seven years old and someone is stroking your penis, it feels good. Even though you don't have a name for what that is, it feels good. And when I first said this years ago, people were like, you're crazy because everybody wants to believe it's like sexual assault and you're being thrown up against the wall and you're being raped. And I have said for years, if the abuser is any good, it, you won't even know it's happened. You will be in it and you won't even know it's happened. And if the abuser is any good, he or she is going to make you feel like you're a part of it. I mean, and nothing is more being a part of it than what we discussed earlier. Then you had, you say you were married. You had marriage vows and you have rings. Right. Oprah legitimized the notorious sex criminal Jao Tashira, AKA John of God as a miraculous faith healer, one who could cure cancer, giving him international recognition. Jao Tashira is now serving 19 years in prison for the rape of four women. He is facing additional cases related to several sex crimes, including keeping teenage women as sex slaves in underground mines, forcing them to have his children, and selling their babies internationally for tens of thousands of dollars 
before murdering the women after about 10 years of childbirth. Oprah runs her own leadership academy for girls in Africa, a $40 million school for disadvantaged girls, where in 2007, several children were sexually abused and parents were only allowed to see their children once a month. And I have said for years, if the abuser is any good, it, you won't even know it's happened. Oprah was very close with disgraced Hollywood mogul, rapist, and abuser Harvey Weinstein. Her Me Too documentary ignored Weinstein and Jeffrey Epstein. Oprah was herself a teenage prostitute. She stokes the fires of racism in America. And she is a member of the Billionaire Club, or the Good Club, along with Bill Gates, George Soros, Warren Buffett, David Rockefeller, and Ted Turner. The so-called Good Club meets behind closed doors and discusses plans for global depopulation. The Great Awakening is upon us. When will humanity begin seeing these billionaire celebrities for who they really are? All right. That was fun, right? So, again, I don't know if you've heard that or what, but Oprah's definitely, like, I got enough evidence that her and Tom Hanks are both pedophiles. So, you saw from that report everything you need, all right? Now, what bothered me the most was hearing her say what she said about being molested, like... The other stuff, yes, it ties it in. And I already knew about her secret meetings with, you know, the elites about, you know, depopulating. You know, Bill Gates attends those meetings is something I talked about, uh, I believe, on last week's podcast. Both podcasts I did the past two weeks. And I'm sure I'll visit it again because that's our current ongoing problem, our current ongoing conspiracy, I think. But nevertheless... You know, hearing her say, like, if the if the abuser's any good, you won't even know what's happening. So what you're insinuating, Oprah, is that if I get molested as a kid and that abuser is, is good at it, good at whatever, I don't even know what that means, but good at it, I won't even notice that it happened, and then what? And then what? What happens after that, Oprah? That's what you don't talk about. What happens later on in life when I'm having suppressed memories start to surface or not, or just manifest themselves subconsciously in my own day-to-day life, whether it be anger, emotion, depression, and I don't know what to, to tie it to because my abuser was good at fingering me. But you understand that, how that's fucked up? Like, do I got to break down how that's fucked up for you? You know? And then she go and then you hear her go on in the report it talks about you know her me too documentary which was a joke. It was a joke just like the Epstein documentary was a joke. It was good, but it left out a lot of shit. Now I'm sure they were trying to be safe and not get things wrong, but dude, you know, you left out a lot. And for her to leave out Epstein and Harvey Weinstein on her fucking me too documentary. Like that's crazy, especially Harvey, but she has to leave him out because they got photos together. 
a lot of them too. They got photos of them hanging out and hugging and kissing and fucking, not fucking, but sucking and fucking. <laughs> it's just, it's uncanny. The depth of corruption within Hollywood. Hollywood in specific. I mean, you can go on to the government and all that. And, you know, you could go Jesse Ventura, who, I, who I'm who i really surprised isn't like the face of all this going on right now, right? You'd think. Well, we'll just fly with that. That's right. So. <laughs> we just, you got to vote for Biden. All men and women created by the... Go, you know the you know the thing. You know the thing, folks. Let's hear that one more time. It's just I don't want to like randomly do sound bites, but I got so many for Biden. I have to just throw. I have to sprinkle them in, like it's a cake. All men and women created by go. You know the you know the thing. <laughs> Fucking Biden's a. He's a buffoon, dude. He's a boob. Biden is a boob. Nevertheless, anyways, so Oprah... (laughs) I can't do this. (laughs) Oprah is a fucking... She's either a pedophile or she's just a... She might not be a pedophile, but what she might be is... what A lot of these elites who might not be pedophiles but are still involved, they're just a big... They're a major cog in the machine. That doesn't mean that they're taking kids in rooms like Hillary and and raping and chopping them up, which are supposedly on video. Um, But just like Jelaine Maxwell, I like to actually, we're going to call her Jizlane because I like the sound of Jizlane. Jizz. (laughs) So Jizlane Maxwell, she fucking... I don't think that she was the one banging kids, you know? The whole point of this this Epstein thing was getting blackmail on people you need to control. I don't think Epstein needed to control her. Like, I really don't. I think she was just, I mean, we know who she was in the, you know, grand plan, but, I mean, she was just a, she was the same, I think, type of cog that Oprah is. People trust Oprah. Women trust Oprah. Little girls probably trust Oprah. You know, and then you got her, uh, her African kids. I forget what that, whatever the fuck fun shit she's got going on over there. But like, it's a good thing what she does over there in theory. But then you got these allegations coming out, you know, six or seven kids came out and said they were molested or sexually abused. Like, so hearing all this other stuff that we hear about Oprah and then that, you put those together and it's like, dude, you're, you're such a common denominator for this stuff. That can't be ignored. You know? I mean, it's black magic going on. I'm not, I'm not a kook. I might be a kook. I'm definitely a kook. But satanic, dude... Even if you're not religious, right? Let's speak if you're not a religious person. I say this all the time. If you're not religious right now, and like in today's culture and and world we're living in, it really doesn't matter 
because the people that are behind the, the curtains pulling all the strings, these deep state heads, they're Satanists. They just are. You know? It's like when you see Beyonce and, and Jay-Z and all the Illuminati stuff, you know, all the symbolism and all this stuff. It's like, it doesn't, that doesn't prove anything's real or fake. But what that does prove is that they believe in satanic shit. That's what they practice. I mean, that's, that's provable. That's what they do. So regardless of what you believe or regardless of things being real or fake, it, it, it's happening. It's going on. They, they're doing rituals. They're sacrificing people. They believe this shit. And what's going on, it's finally met politics. It, it probably already did, but it's finally met it in the public eye. And it's clearly satanic black magic. That's what to boil it down to, you know, it's create this illusion that conservatives and Trump supporters or anyone else that doesn't support, it's not even conservatives and Trump supporters, really. It's really, it's everyone who doesn't, sorry, everyone who doesn't support like extreme leftism or socialism. It's creating this illusion for people like that. Patriots, pro-America people, pro-family, pro-life. Create this illusion that they're slipping into some alternate reality. That sounds crazy. I understand that. But that's the level of like manipulation that goes on at that, that high up, that level of elitism. You know, they believe it. They believe in satanic ritual and satanic black magic and the power of manipulation. If you are religious and you do follow the Bible and you're a Christian, then you do already understand that the earth is Satan's. Like, that is the point. We're in hell, folks. It's our job to get out. That's where I'm at. That's where I believe. Well, I believe we're in a simulation. If you want to know what I believe personally, we're going to do a podcast all about it. I want, but nevertheless, I want guests in to talk about that because the simulation theory is outside insane but it'll that also ties into religion too but we're gonna stick to we're gonna stick to this right now it's our job to get out of hell the options there you know god gives up his his he he lifts his protection from us it tests us you know it this evil that's manifesting itself in the world that, that even if you're not a religious person, you can feel it. You can sense it's, there's something off. If you, if you believe we're in a simulation like me, you got to believe that something's off right now. There's something off about the simulation. You know, there's definitely a great awakening coming. A lot of old school beliefs and Buddhist practice and things of that nature, spirituality, people that involved in consciousness they all believe the same thing that there's an awakening coming and i believe trump is the start of that awakening now i'm not saying trump's the one fighting everything single hand you know like QAnon thinks that he's you know a superhero fighting pedophilia which might be true because he hasn't denied it they asked him that and he didn't deny it i think that was kind of interesting you know but i don't know 
there, there's something going on, something nefarious, sinister, you know, detrimental to society, to everything we've built. Um, people like Oprah have a have a a hand in that. You know, it demoralizes us with pedophilia. It starts in California. You got these wildfires burning California to the ground. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of it is, you know, forest cleaning and, and maintaining forestry. I do agree with that. But at the same time, if there was a place in our country, which is the the hub of the world, it's the most powerful economy, it's the most powerful nation. And, well, for now it is. We keep it. So, if there's going to be a place where hell will manifest itself, where would that start? Sodom and Gomorrah itself. California. It's where it all happens. It's spread. It happens everywhere. Porn is filmed everywhere. But porn gets, porn gets filmed in California. The movie industry got started in California. Hollywood, that's, you know, gl- fucking let... It's socialist China owned, or communist China owned. Hollywood is where it began. And that's where it's ending. Totally where it's ending. You know, they're demoralizing us and putting it in our face. They're putting pedophilia in our face. Like it's normal. And then... Meanwhile, creating this illusion that people like us, people who have logic, people who aren't focusing on racism, they're focusing on humanity. Focusing on pushing us forward as a whole, instead of pushing forward a dividing narrative or a divisive narrative to then beat us down and demoralize us, create us to fight or create our inner argument so that we fight keeping us busy. But I mean, you know that. You've known that. I've been I've heard people say that since I was in high school. That I just want us distracted. They just want us distracted. Yeah. They do. And if you don't think they're making these behind the curtain moves, you know, people with that much power, why wouldn't they be? Why wouldn't these Bill Gates of the world and Oprah Winfrey's you think they won't get that knock at the door? Making that much money, having that much influence? I mean, dude, I talked about the the start of the CIA on last podcast and and it was its invention in the 60s only for surveillance from the CIA. They invented this the internet. Technology has done nothing but push itself forward. At extreme rates. And we just assume it's for us. We assume it's for the consumer. We assume that it's so we can have more and benefit more. And have, and that's the narrative that's pushed from, from big tech. The technocracy that we're under. That's what's pushed. But really, what's going on? You know, there's a new documentary out on Netflix called The Social Dilemma and I watched the trailer for it yesterday and it looks like something I need to watch it looks like something you need to watch finally somebody put something out negative about about social media and what it's doing to humans 
And it's you know what it's doing? It's a precursor. It's getting us ready. All this technology is getting us ready for what's coming. Getting us ready. That great awakening, which could be one or two things. Either we take control and we decide the fate of humanity, or let them continue this tech-ruled dystopian future that they're creating. No human rights. Except our minority rights. The, the, the smallest minority within our country have the most rights and the most FaceTime on TV until it's too late, until they don't matter. And then they'll be grouped just, just like us. They'll be thrown in the, the garbage just like white people. And then who's left? By then, we'll have machines that we've created. We're creating a machine. I've, I've said this before, but we're creating a machine species right now. By then, we'll have that. You don't think we're going to have... Do you think people are going to go out and protest for, for machines to have rights? Robots to have rights? Yes, dude. It's not going to be like domesticated animals. These things are going to learn. They're going to be smarter than us. They're going to be the only minority left. The same people doing this now are going to be doing it then. We're creating a species that's going to take over and we're going to either be enslaved, make ourselves useful, or die off. And they, they worship this too. But look, we're uh, I'm out of time. I got to step outside. I got to take a break. Um, take a piss. Clean up some of this shit. Man, I got stuff everywhere. So, yeah, that's... That's the consensus for that Oprah thing is, is you know, rewatch that clip I played, that report. Check out Plandemic TV on YouTube. I totally support every independent page that's pushing the punk narrative today. And the new punk narrative is conservatism and Trump and America. And, I mean, that's the punk rock movement now. How the fuck did that happen? But I'm going to take a break I'll be right back. We're going to talk about President Pelosi and her fucking peanut butter mouth. A little bit about uh, contact tracing. Uh, just a, not a deep dive or anything, but just to, just to talk about it, you know. And uh, Australian super lockdown. They, uh, Australians are locked down tighter than an asshole. Um, and we're going to get into that and why it matters to you and why you should even consider Australia's stuff or anything like that. But I'll be right back. Stick around. All right, we're back from break. I uh, took a piss, did some stuff, made a few calls, maybe shuffled some papers. I did what I did. No what? No what? All right, so we uh, talked about Oprah and all that crazy pedo shit, satanic pedo stuff. 
But I now want to shift gears a bit and kind of talk about uh, Nancy Pelosi, or I'm sorry, President, President Pelosi. So let's let's play some of this audio that here of uh, Nancy Pelosi, and uh, we'll fucking uh, we'll talk about it. <sighs> talk about it. The fact is, whether he knows it yet or not, he will be leaving. Uh, just because oh, he might not give you chills. the White House doesn't mean we won't have an inauguration ceremony to inaugurate a duly elected president of the United States. Mm. And the, uh, I just, you know, I'm second in line uh, to the president. Just last week I had my regular continuation of government r- briefing. This is my interesting. Well, we'll just fly with that. This is never going to happen. God willing, it never will. But there is a process. It has nothing to do with that the certain occupant of the White House doesn't feel like moving and has to be fumigated out of there because the presidency is the presidency. It's not geography or location. So, so much for him. I wouldn't spend so much time on it. That's a victory for him because then we're not talking about your first more important subject, which is what are we going to do to stop this vicious virus? You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Good evening. No, she's dead. No, she's dead. God. So... Pelosi is kind of telling you that she's about to be pres. She's about to be leader of the free world. Um, Trump now has COVID. You know, you got her telling you like, oh, you know, I'm next in line, which is a weird thing to say, isn't it? It's a weird thing to say, to say that you're next in line. So she's third in line. So to say she's next in line to skip right over Pence would mean one or two things or both. Um, right now, Trump has COVID and Pence, I think, has COVID too. So if they both can't like, you know what I mean? That leaves her. So not to mention that whole 20th Amendment thing, with the election that's about to happen where they're going to, you know, Trump's going to win with a landslide. And then they're going to do that whole red mirage thing that I was talking about last week, where on election night, he wins by a landslide. And then, you know, it'll be a couple weeks, if not months, before all the mail in ballots are counted. And then after they say that, they say then Biden will be the president. Like, in, and then they say that Trump won't leave peacefully. Because they're telling you that they're going to, they're literally, they've created a level of delusion in media and politics now to the point where <clears throat> they can just lie to you. <laughs> they can just tell you lies and you go, yeah, but they said what? And But, but if you go, yeah, but look at this, they're going to be like, that's conservative news though. It's like, but dude, I, I don't know. So. She she thinks she's gonna be president. I I I believe that there's some kind of you know we were talking before I went to break about like kind of conspiracy shit going on with pedos and stuff, but talking about who's behind the curtain. But 
what's going on here with the politics is that they're obviously on, I think, their third coup now against Trump to get him removed. First, you had the impeachment, which was total bullshit. Then you had a manufactured lockdown. We'll throw that in there. You know, they tried to get him on. Well, that was the impeachment too, the Ukraine thing. But, you know, just time after time. And now he's got COVID. You know, the military came out and said that, you know, or one of the generals came out and said that they contacted him about a coup against Trump. And he said, no, that's illegal. You can look that up. It's there. Um, I came to class without a pencil, so I can't tell you what it is. I don't know. I, I didn't look that up. I didn't have it prepared for you today. So, back to the manufacturing of the lockdown, too, because, well, actually, wait, we was finished up with Pelosi because that dives into more global shit than just USA-type politics, you know? That, that scam goes, that goes global. Um, that's medical tyranny, but yeah, we'll get to that here in a sec. So where are we at? I don't know. I thought that was just, uh, worth playing because if you're somebody who's putting pieces together with all of the politics portion of the bullshit, then you're starting to see a pattern emerge. And even if you don't like Trump, you're starting to see it. Like Democrats are starting to see this. They're starting to see this uh, tyranny, this political tyranny, that they're using COVID to, uh, you know, to keep everything locked down. Of course, that way, then, election time, they can go, well, look at the numbers, look at the numbers. So the more they fight Trump, see, because Trump, we know Trump can get the numbers up in record time. He wasn't, he's not lying about that. He might exaggerate because that's what he does. But, Overall, it's right. I mean, his numbers are, are impeccable because he, he's running the country like a business, which is all numbers. All numbers. But they want social issues. They want a president who's going to not focus on things that matter. Instead, you do what Biden did at the, at the uh, debate and just look at the look at the people and address the people and tell them what they want to hear regarding their feelings and and you know as for the streets and the violence dude trump can clean that shit up real fast but you they don't they don't want him to because it's all politics so all politics means violence in the street and burning down of businesses and things there's no there's no court saying who deserves this stuff it's just happening to whoever Now, the lockdown is causing things like contact tracing, which if you're listening and you're smart, you probably are going, hey, contact tracing has been around for a while. We've been doing that. And that's true. That it's true. But what's different, just like everything else is different regarding COVID, is it'll be weaponized. So why do I think they're weaponizing it? I, I it it works. I mean, this is a plan 20, 30 years in the making, I think. And I don't mean to give that much credit to, to the higher ups. And I'm not giving credit to our immediate government for doing this. It's all compartmentalized. This isn't one big conspiracy that everyone in government's in on. It's just not that simple. 
Same thing with going to the moon. You know, it's like, well, how could they fake going to the space when, you know, there were asteroids, so everyone's in on it? It's like, no, not everyone's in on it. Nobody really is in on it, except for the people that, it's a need-to-know basis. People that have to know about it know about it. And you're probably like, well, astronauts have to know about space being fake if they're going to space. No, because it doesn't tell you, like, in theory, you don't know where fake space begins. You don't really know, like, they're saying that the moon is right on the edge of our atmosphere. So it's very possible we went to the moon and still didn't go to space. That sounds crazy, but it's definitely still possible. Uh, so that was, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like compartmentalizing one, when you're talking about conspiracies, once you compartmentalize and understand what that means, like it makes it all easier to understand. It makes it easier to believe because you're like, okay, I see. Like I'm sure COVID being a hoax and a a manufactured lockdown with scare tactics in order to control a society and manually collapse a dollar that George Soros is betting against like he's done all the other countries he's bet against the dollar and then made the dollar collapse. It's all right in front of you. Like I, I almost feel weird putting this together. You know, I put this whole, I painted this picture for somebody the other day and they were like, Oh, so you think this is like a conspiracy or whatever? And that's what he said. And I was like, call it what you want. But everything I just laid out for you and for you to go, oh, like a conspiracy? No, not like a conspiracy. It just is what it is. This is what's happening. Problem is we're in a war of information. You're not somebody who's maneuvering through that. You're just kind of taking everything in. Everything is is what it is. It isn't. You have to actually figure news out now and do it yourself. You actually have to, everybody has to have a little bit of journalism in them in order to get real news. And it's all subjective news too. <clears throat> That's really the issue. Like, no, it's not, you can call it a conspiracy. Sure. But like everything I just laid out, it's like, it's right there. That has to be at least a possibility because I've made it logical. It's a possibility. I'm not saying that's what's going on. I think that's what's going on, but you don't have to. It's just a, it's a thought. So obviously they weaponized this contact tracing to make people submit. And actually, I think just for the sake of it, I don't think I added the contact tracing clip, though I'm about to, and then I'll play that for you in case you don't know what contact tracing is. Um, did I save that or actually I might not have, well, fuck it then you can look up contact tracing. Uh, it's hard for me to just, I can tell you what it is, but what I think it's about to be is different because it was simple and now it'll be like everything else organized through tech. So now there's places that are rolling out apps where you have to download and, and you have to use that app to get into restaurants, to travel, to do anything really. So pair that with what I talked about 
last week with Bill Gates, his uh, mRNA vaccine. That's basically a, a micro tattoo that sends, and the tattoo's got little mini micro needles, and it's like a pathway for nanotech to go into your body and, and alter your cells. That's true. That's legit. You look that shit up, man. It freaks you out. And that's my problem with Bill Gates. So Bill Gates is fo- trying to force this vaccine on everybody. So pair that with an app that traces your every move and has all your medical information right there. You know, it's all, it's creating this grid. It's all just slowly creating a grid. We're, we're in the midst of making our own matrix folks. I, I told, I told you before, I'll tell you again, that we're in a simulation. I don't care what your, what your belief is, is what the simulation programmed for you to believe. It's all, it's all subjected to, to one's conscious. I, uh, I want to move on to Australia real quick. Speaking of COVID lockdown. So Australia is like a hub, like one of the starting points for this. I think a couple places were like, they rolled out some of the stuff early to kind of test it out. Kind of like they rolled out this virus on us as a, as a nation. You know, Bill Gates even admits on TV, like, this is just a test run. For the nation, it's just a test run. For some of these contact tracing apps and, uh, you know, super lockdowns and things, you know, it's real police state. What I'm talking about is a real police state. Um, it's happening in Australia. Australia, you're not even allowed to protest the lockdown. You'll get arrested. You'll get tossed on the ground. I mean, women are being choked and slammed on the ground and being arrested out of their house for even mentioning protesting the lockdown on Facebook. The video of that. Um, but the thing is that, like, these BLM protests, these Black Lives Matter, Antifa protests are all allowed. They're all being pushed and allowed to happen, and they're all deemed peaceful. But they're not peaceful. The real peaceful protests are the ones being shut down, you know, going back to Proud Boys, and these are the groups that are being halted and, you know, put in jail, and for what? I don't condone the violence, but ultimately you got to pay attention to where it's starting, where it's originating. You know, you got these Antifa, quote-unquote, police who are, these aren't our cops, these are like Antifa goons creating fucking checkpoints stopping people in their cars, making them say Black Lives Matter in solidarity before they pass. And if they don't say it, they get pulled out of their car and beaten with fucking batons or shot. And people want to pretend, you know, Biden wants to act like this type of shit isn't happening. He plays dumb on the fucking debates. We choose truth over facts. That's right. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. That's right. He learned about roaches and kids climbing on his lap. He might be a pedo too. That, 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 uh, that sound bite creeps me out. So, anywho, that's about it, folks. That's about the show. Uh, 
I don't know. Talking about Australia, I didn't really get to elaborate much. I wasted too much time on everything else. But ultimately, why should you care? Why should you give a shit? Why am I even paying attention to it? Um, Because it's coming here. Again, these are just tests. These are, these are round one. These are trials, rollouts. The U.S. is just the grand finale. The U.S. is the final takedown. You slowly take down all these other nations and Russia and the United States are the only two that have to be taken down for that to happen, for their agenda to come to light. And I don't, I don't know if it'll happen. I don't think it will. Russia could be compromised already. Who knows? They probably think the same about us. They probably think we are. Cause I think we are. They're in here. They're, this is fucking invasion of the body snatchers, dude. They're here. So, ooh. That being said, that's been the show. That's been the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that. And of course, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify or any, regardless of what you're listening on, go check out the podcast and subscribe to it at all of your podcast sites, whatever you can think of Apple, Spotify. Uh, I won't be putting the full show on YouTube anymore. Uh, I will be doing clips only. Um, but there's links on my YouTube channel. At the header picture, you can click. It'll take you to all the pages from YouTube, Spotify, or uh, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, hosted at a red circle. Um, yeah, that's that. Again, I want to give a uh, one last shout out to Plandemic TV. Oh, do I have questions? I think I have actual questions, dude. I do. Oh, no, I don't. Never mind. Those are for next week. Forget that. Anywho. Uh, so, yeah, all the platforms, check it out. Um, support the show. Tell people about it. Ask people if they watch podcasts. Tell them to subscribe to it. Give me a five-star rating or four-star or one-star. I don't know. I mean, tell me if I suck. I don't really care, but tell me. So, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, till next week. Folks.